Hi, I'm Sally Lucas. Our staff provide the best value for your holiday experience. Contact us today on 49298600 or visit our website, travelonking.com.au, to create your dream. We are talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And Sally Lucas joining us, and this is appropriate because we're heading off towards Europe right now, aren't we, We Sally? We certainly are. And firstly, we're going to head to Britain. There's a range of interesting touring itineraries have come across our desks in recent days for 2018. And there's 10 new itineraries that have been put out by Backroads Touring, who are a small group touring operator in UK and Europe particularly. And they've got a really interesting one, I think, for people who are interested in the history of the war. And this is called the Battle of Britain Tour. And it's a nine-day tour. They only take up to 15 passengers. So you get eight nights boutique accommodation in this. You actually get to go on a drag and repeat flight over Cambridge, which is a rare aircraft. It's wow. included, which I think is marvellous. Um, entrance is included to the Churchill Museum and War Cabinet Rooms, which I have done and is absolutely fascinating where he bunkered down. It's, it's great. Um, you go to a National Memorial Arboretum, um, the Imperial War Museum in London, the American Cemetery and Memorial, the Imperial War Museum in Duxford, the Air um, American Air Museum with the RAF in Coningsby. Um, you go to the Tank Museum and you actually get to ride or get in a tank and you also get to sit in a Spitfire and one of the um, other um, RAF ones as well. So it's really a fascinating one for people that are interested, I think, in history and also in history of the wars. So that is one fascinating one. You also go to Winchester in this one as well, which is great. So that's really something as well, going to the famous cathedral in Winchester, of course, and we all remember the song. Who sang that? Winchester Cathedral. We'll da, sing da, da, da. the song anyway. Da, Who da, needs da, to da, worry da. about anybody? <laughs> exactly. There's another one going a bit further south. This is just a nice little five-day, four-night. It's the Cornwall Food Tour. And so that's a really great one to do. And you're having lunch at Rick Stein's new restaurant, which is in Winchester as well. That one goes to Winchester as well. Uh, so that would be really fascinating. And you do a cooking demonstration with lunch in Penzance. Uh, you're going again, of course, to Winchester Cathedral, Glastonbury and so on. But it's a sort of like a slow food tour of the Cornwall region. And this is the last one I'll talk about for Britain. It's for the royals. It's the Royal Tour of Britain. So what you're doing with this one, it's a nine-day, eight-night, and you have uh, entrance included to St Andrews University and Golf Course, Balmoral Castle, uh, Crathy Church and Graveyard, Edinburgh Castle and Royal Mile Walk. The, you go on the Royal Yacht Britannia and even have lunch on it. And you go to Rosslyn Chapel, Buckingham Palace, St James Palace, Clarence House, uh, Braymay Castle, Lochnagar Distillery, Kensington Palace, York Minster, the Princess Diana and Albert Memorial, Windsor Castle and Hampton Court. Well, and you don't even have to be a monarchist, Garrett. You don't have to be a monarchist, but so long as you're enjoying all that sort of thing, I think it'd be a fascinating tour to do. And you actually get to dine. They have a farewell dinner at a restaurant called Goring, which is a Michelin-starred restaurant adorned with Swarovski chandeliers. Mm. So something quite special there, isn't it? Very special. And then after that, you could also go on to do what they're calling the Champagne and Great War Cruise. Now, this is 
is like a barge cruise, but they're a little bit bigger than your normal barge. They're about a take about twenty twenty two people, and you're visiting Bello and the Isle Man War Cemetery, Hauteville, which was famous for the um, the monk that started Dom Perignon, and that's where he came from. And you get to do a tasting, etc. There, but this is a lovely itinerary going to Epinay as well, and of course, you know, doing all things beautiful that you do on those cruises, which is wonderful food and excursions ashore, which is all included, and bicycles on board if you want to cycle off some of that lovely food and wine. It might be necessary. <laughs> it might be absolutely necessary, Jane. Um, there's lots of really interesting itineraries. I've only mentioned a few of them so far, but a whole range, and they travel from anywhere from Iceland all the way down to Morocco, across to the, the Baltics, Russia. So they're covering just about everywhere you could think of going to in the European region. So quite a fascinating range of itineraries for next year. Sally Lucas, we've just been enjoying parts of Europe. We're heading a little bit further south from France now. We are, and this is to go to Madeira. And, of course, it's just a stone's throw away from the island of the island of Madeira from Portugal. And they're saying what you can do there is walk in the footsteps of Charlie Chaplin and Winston Churchill. Oh, really? Who both apparently regularly visited the island of Madeira. So there you go. But not just that. I've seen photos. They've got the most spectacular botanical gardens. Absolutely looks stunning. And you do a cable car ride and you're doing wine tastings, etc. And you go to some volcanic caves. You do a scenic boat cruise around Funchal Bay. Again, Different, something just that little bit different. Different again, Baltic highlights. Now, this one is a 12-night itinerary, and it's visiting Vilnius, Riga, Tallinn, and St. Petersburg. So, fascinating part of the Baltic area there. And you've got a little ferry ride that takes you across to Helsinki and then across to St. Petersburg as well, which, of course, is always a fabulous place to visit considering it was, I guess, like canals, a little bit like a Venice it was referred to as St. Petersburg. You go also to a a Nazi concentration camp, which is at Treblinka. Um, You visit an amber museum where they obviously, you know, get the wonderful, beautiful pine resin that becomes amber. And so you go to the Estonian Maritime Museum, uh, Catherine Palace, Riga Cathedral, the State Hermitage Museum. Again, massive inclusions. You go to traditional folk shows, marzipan painting workshop, wine tasting, beer tasting. Fascinating stuff. There's a really great range of itineraries if you want to grab yourself a brochure and have a look anyway. They're, mm. they're just fabulous. Sounds great. Now, what about currency? Because well, the dollar's so good at the moment. It is, and let's hope it stays that way. So there was an interesting article in the money section of the Sydney Morning Herald on Wednesday saying that it's a great time to head to the US or lock in your travel payments if they're based on a foreign currency, which, for example, a lot of the cruises to Antarctica are, Jane, as you know, and some of the other you know, destinations do quote in US dollars. So this would be a great time if you're thinking of doing it to do that. And also to if you've got a travel card to top it up or if you haven't, get yourself a travel card and put some currency on it or buy some US dollars or whatever it is you need. They're saying it won't last. It's it's not going to be a dream run forever, but it's sort of with us at the moment, it could drop back down to as low as 70 cents, they're saying, by the end of this year or early next year. So thinking of travelling, just lock things in place if you can because you might be able to save yourself some money. Mm, that's and that's always, always a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> we both further. said that. <laughs> yes. We know. Um, uh, this is really interesting. Um, my husband has done Everest Base Camp 
many years ago in the 80s, and he's doing it again next year, actually. But the Inca tools have got a very interesting itinerary out if you're thinking of doing this, to go to Everest Base Camp on the 1st of November this year. So this is, I'll just check the length of the itinerary for you. I think it's about three weeks from memory. Yes, it's about yeah 19 days in, in total. And, of course, you arrive into Kathmandu, and then you go to Lukla, which is where you often start this from. You fly into Lukla, and then you start your actual trek from there, and you do a slow climb to, for adjustment, of course. You go to Namchi Bazaar, uh, which is famous, the famous monastery and everything that's at Namchi Bazaar, and you have time to acclimatise there. You have an extra day there as well, which is great. And then you keep going up and up and up, of course, through different areas. Yes, uh, Fort Sithanga, Machiamo, Gokyo, um, and then the ascent of Gokyo, you go on to Dragnak, um, and then eventually Lab, L- get it right, Lobuche, which is another interesting point as well. And this, by this stage, you're up to about 4,940 metres. Um, and then you head to Gorak Shep, uh, Kalapatar, which again is just around the Everest Base Camp area. And then you have time, of course, to come back down and back down through Pangbashe, Namchi Bazaar again, and continuing on all the way back down and eventually to Lukla and back to Kathmandu with a couple of days there to do some shopping at and the end. you don't have an afternoon off at Everest Base Camp, so you can just shoot up to the top, <laughs> do you? <laughs> no. Not quite, Jane. But if you're interested, it's a lovely itinerary with lots of inclusions, and uh, that's going on the 1st of November. Obviously, there are other times of year when these operate. I'm just mentioning that one for this year because that's really around the time you'd want to be thinking of going. It's better to go in the the winter months. Um, you go in the summer months, you get leeches, and it's slushy and muddy, and it's not very pleasant. So it's really better to, if you're going to go to Nepal and do any sort of trekking, it's better to do it between, say, November and March, roughly, mm. those mm. times of the year. So. Keep that in mind. What's hot in the travel deals department um, in the travel marketplace at the moment? What have you got for us, Sally? Okay. Well, firstly, Thai Airways have announced what they call their mid-year getaway sale. So there's some great airfares to be had if you are able to book and pay by 31 July, going to Thailand, Indochina, Asia, Indian subcontinent, the Middle East and Europe. To give you an idea, fares start from under 750 for a return ticket to Thailand or to Europe for un- from under um, 11,200, uh, 1100 rather, under 1150. So that's really, you know, very, very reasonably priced airfares. Of course, these are seasonal and they're based on low season costs. But, yeah, just check with your travel agent with that. But they're really good savings to be had. Asia Escape, they've got some lovely holidays. They always do into the Asia region. And they've got a nice one at the moment going to Mauritius, which would be really lovely. I've only listed the lead-in property here, but you can upgrade. There's a whole stack of properties. This is a three-star property. Six nights, return airfares with Air Mauritius. Breakfast and dinner daily includes various land and non-motorised uh, water sports. Departing from Sydney, it starts from under $1,900. So that's really good value. Two meals a day, you know, all the inclusions of the water sports, etc. Uh, and you can upgrade to a beachfront room for only about an extra, just over another $100. So that's pretty reasonable as well. This is really interesting. It's not... It's a more a luxury-based holiday, but they're nice to mention. There's people out there that win lotto and have all sorts of little windfalls. So this is with Regent Seven Seas, which is a five-star luxury cruise company. They've got a cruise in April next year, going from Rio de Janeiro, cruising the coast of Brazil um, to Recife. Then they go up to Devil's Island in French Guiana, cross the Atlantic, or cruising through the Atlantic, so I say not crossing it, going into Scarborough in Trinidad and Tobago, 
and then through the Caribbean to Wilmstad in Curacao, uh, to Orange Stud in Aruba. Then you cruise via the Panama Canal in daylight, so you can see the whole workings of that, uh, into Punta Arenas, Costa Rica, Corinto in Nicaragua, and Puerto Cazal in Guatemala, Acapulco in Mexico, Cabo San Lucas in Mexico, and then eventually San Diego and Los Angeles. What an itinerary. Mm. It's fabulous. 25 nights, 30 April next year. But it is a touch expensive, but it's under $13,000. But you're getting everything included, all drinks, all everything. Free, unlimited, everything on board. Free gratuities, free, free, free. Well, it's not free. You're paying for it. But I mean, you're not putting your hand in your pocket for extras is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Nothing's free, Jane, in this world. Not even lunch. Not (laughs) even lunch, no. And talking airfares as we were as well, just to let people know, a lot of airlines don't let you do what we call mixed class airfares where you might want to say, look, I'd like to – I'll go over economy, but coming home, I'm going to be tired. I'd like to go premium economy or business. Well, just to let you know, Lufthansa does allow you to do mixed class airfares. from memory, so does Swiss. But just check on that. Um, and they, you can do that with various destinations in Europe. And you use, obviously, a carrier from here to Asia because both Swiss and Lufthansa don't fly out of here. But they include the airfare with a various range of carriers from here to an Asian port. And then you continue on and fly into their home port, which would be either Zurich or Frankfurt, of course. And then they offer connections then because they're European-based airlines, as you can imagine, their network within Europe is huge. So you've got great connections onto just about anywhere in Europe. So keep that in mind if you're thinking of doing a mixed class airfare. I think we've mentioned this one before, Jane, but I'll throw it in there again. They've extended it through to the 25th of August now, but if you're booking on a Rocky Mountaineer rail holiday, um, you can still save that $1,000 per couple so long as you book a qualifying 2018 package of eight days or more and you use that $1,000 credit to all sorts of things, hotels, dining, cruising, transfers, sightseeing. But you've got till the 25th of August now if you want to take advantage of that. And wonderful Arctic and Antarctic, Aurora Expeditions have also extended their early bird sale. Um, for this, the seventeen eighteen season, they've extended till 31 August, which will save you up to US $3,000 per couple on selected voyage in the seventeen eighteen Antarctic season. And further to that, they've extended their early bird discount already for eighteen nineteen and to also till 31 August. Um, so the promotion is applicable to berths in twin and private cabins only, and the early bird discount ranges from 5 to 15%. Mm. And lastly, with their Arctic departures for 2018, they're offering a free city stopover promotion if you book a package before 30 September. So we've got lots of little things there. Oh, and lastly, Jane, just to let you know, G Adventures, who is an adventure-based company, it's not just meant for like under 25s, but more for adventure-based people, if we can put it that way. So you might think it's catering to the young market, but it's not. But if you look at their website, G Adventures, they list trips for under certain values, which I think is a great way of doing it. So they'll have trips for under $1,000, for example, the Golden Triangle in in India for for under 1000 or Bangkok to Chiang Mai or Beijing to Shanghai. These are all little eight- and seven-day packages for under 1000 Then they've got trips for under 1500 under 2000 and so on. Great value for money, really are great value for money if you're an adventure-based traveller. And makes it easy to find. Yes. To suss out. To suss out, exactly. So good deals to be had all round. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.